walk into a bar. I'm Sean Osborne. I'm here with the progressive Peruvian himself, Fernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Hey, yes. Yeah. So what you drinking these days, Fern? Um, right now I'm drinking some stone beer. There's a really, really absolutely delicious. It's a Buena Vesa. It's a salt and lion lager. It's a it's Stone's version of, of a Mexican beer. It's absolutely tasty. Very well done. Did a good yeah, job. you can't can't go wrong with Stone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the, where where'd you pick that up at? Uh, I happened to go to my local local Costco, which was uh, open despite uh, the civil war that almost started a couple of days ago. <laughs> Costco was open. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I, I've been. Uh, I got some double dude from Claremont Craft Ale, so that's a that's a yeah. fine fine beverage. Right on. You know? Right on. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Local brew. Yeah. They're always doing. They're always doing good. Always putting out good beer. Yes. Yes, indeed. So now we got our beer talk out of the way. Let's uh, let's uh, take a small break and come right back with. Uh, I don't know. I think there might be a couple of interesting things to talk about. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be right back. We've taken our world and we trashed it with nowhere left. To go. Hey everybody, this is Bernie Sanders, and there's a couple ways for you to reach us online. On Twitter, you can find us at PML Podcast. On Facebook, our page is called The Progressive and Libertarian Walking to a Bar. Our email address is pnlpodcast at gmail.com. That's P as in Paul, N as in Nancy, L as in Larry, podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, uh, you can check out uh, Sean, and you can reach him on Twitter uh, at Matt Sean Osborne. And you can also check out our shows, uh, Liberty Blues and Libertarian Los Angeles. And there you go. Thanks for listening. Not much to talk about these days, right, Fern? Man, you know, I I really expected to be enjoying a nice glass of whiskey yesterday. I'm sorry, on the sixth, because that would be the last final step where we could absolutely say with certainty that in 20 days we would have a new president. And instead of a boring old C-SPAN watch with pro forma procedure, we were treated to an insurrection. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really a hell of a shit show, isn't it? To say the least, man. To say the least. You know, it, the, the thing that really gets me is that, you know, they were bragging about how um, Republicans and such would uh, would behave if they if they, you know, if, uh, you know, if there was a, a protest or something like that. And they've obviously proven that to be completely full of shit. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it, it amazed me to see Blue Lives fl- uh, Matter flags as a cop was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it was Confederate, also not surprising. Confederate flags in the halls of Congress. It was also not surprising though to see cops taking selfies with the protesters with these terrorists. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I imagine mean, you know with uh, with new Attorney General uh, Eric Garland, I, I bet you there's going to be some heads rolling over this. Absolutely, absolutely, and just the and fact how, that, that they didn't have troops in there early enough. 
to, to fight well, these I, well, I think that has to do with Trump. I think he's the one that has to call those in, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so so it's obvious that's he 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 uh I think he thought that would go a little better for him than it really did. Uh, I think he uh I think he really stepped in his own bag of shit there. I mean, he has been and along with all the other Republicans that supported him and these baseless lies for as long as they did, essentially also being responsible and guilty of inciting this violence mm-hmm. against against the fucking capital. I mean, it's, it hasn't been breached since the War of 1812. And that was, and, and as many other people have pointed out, and that was an outside, and that was an external force, an external enemy that came yeah. to that. This is, all, this is by the president's own fucking voice and words. Sweet yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't have a problem with people protesting the government, obviously. I think that's a hell of a lot better than, you know, uh, I'd rather see them trash that than, than, uh, than businesses and shit like that. But uh the 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 thing that really struck me was the ignorance level of it all that these people were stupid enough to live stream them doing these things and taking selfies of themselves take, like that idiot that they they arrested today that took that was in Nancy Pelosi's office you know idiot. and bragging about stealing mail and shit like that he he wasn't fucking smiling today that's for goddamn mm-hmm. sure that's just that's pure fucking ignorance along pure with the, the the idiot with the Viking hat that thought it was really cool, and along with the other knucklehead that showed up. I didn't see the to... Viking hat. I saw oh, the guy yeah, with no. the bear buffalo there. thing on. Yeah, that's the same dude. And the there was a knucklehead that showed up to to the pro to, to this to this looting with his work badge f- fully visible. He was fired the next day. What 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 was what where where did he work? He worked at some. I think it was like an IT company somewhere out there in maryland and he got fired obviously i mean not the smartest people not the best people yeah i mean the the lady that got shot they uh one of my uh trump friends uh back home in indiana uh told me that some place in san diego was claiming that she she was a registered libertarian as if that should matter to me you know obviously to me i mean as libertarian you know I, i think they have the right to do whatever they want whether it be right or wrong. And, you know, if you do something that gets your ass shot, then that's, that's on you. I, I don't, you know, she obviously wasn't my kind of libertarian. I don't agree with that. I mean, there was, you know, as if that was like, as all of a sudden I was going to change my fucking mind because she got shot doing something stupid uh, that I was going to somehow feel different about it. You know, I mean, Garrett Foster got shot uh, protesting at a Black Lives Matter rally. He was a libertarian. You know, and the same guy didn't have shit to say about that. You know, I was like, you know, he he didn't stand up for that guy's rights, you know, because it didn't politically align with what he wanted. So, you know, I I, I just think the whole thing's a fucking shit show. So, well, there, but we did see a, a few things. We did see a few things. One of them is in the clearest indication of white privilege that we've had in the last 12 months. And this is a full 12 months of, of white privilege being on display regularly and loudly. And I'm really, really glad that we were able to see it. Now, not, not, not only see it on a national level, but the entire world, world saw how the federal government treats Black Lives, Matters, Black Lives Matter protesters and how they treat these mostly white MAGA hat wearing protesters slash terrorists and how they were able to just easily not only be led into the Capitol, but walk in there and walk out. And in some cases, they were able to walk out without getting arrested and they had help. 
too. They, they, there was there's pictures of cops helping uh, the older uh, terrorists walk down the stairs to make sure they got home safely, and and they end up going. They were lounging. They because you know they were staying in Washington D.C. So they went to the hotels and they were chilling in the lobbies after having come out from looting, and they're just chilling. Now that like if that doesn't scream white privilege, I don't know what does. It's I would crazy. say I would say it it I think it's more political than anything. But the fact that there was cops on that side probably helped that out. And I wouldn't call everybody that was there a terrorist. Uh, like you, I think. Uh, well, explain explain why you call them terrorists first, because well, we were what, talking what about is, this before the podcast. A, so explain. What is, what is the, the, let's look at the definition of terrorism really quickly. So are you saying you look can, just because I'm blind and you know I can't look? I will read it for you, Sean. <laughs> okay, terrorism, the use of violence or the threat of violence, especially against civilians in the pursuit of political goals. Mm -hmm. I don't terrorism. think everybody, I don't think everybody there was violent, but they, they obviously sure there were had, people, like you were, sure you were talking about means. the people with the zip ties. And, and breaking windows and pushing doors and beating on cops. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Looking, and looking to, to kill politicians. Yeah, yeah those, the, anybody that terrorism. had that in mind should probably that definitely have their head examined. Terrorism, dude. Yeah. So, There's no uh, way around it. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, uh, like, what do you think is the uh, political future of the GOP after all this? Um, I'm not, uh, you know, um, on the first night, my thought my first thought was that if anybody supports the GOP or anything that GOP stands for has lost any claim to legitimacy or common sense. That, that was my first thought. Um, mm -hmm. And then there, there was finally some knucklehead uh, GOP uh, members that were saying, okay, uh, we're, we're not going to object to um, the electoral college votes. Okay. And, okay. And that made, okay. After seeing what had happened, it made perfect sense. Not just, not just political sense, but common sense to, not object to uh, the electoral college votes, which was more than just a mere stunt. That's all it was. But having seen the violence that they, these lies brought, then it made sense to just not uh, buy into this whole thing. So mm -hmm. there have been some uh, members of the Republican Party, even like Ben Sass, actually called for the uh, for for Trump to resign. And even earlier today, like uh, Betsy Boss and Elaine Chao. I think the, the the head of the transportation department, Mitch McConnell's wife protest. too. I might that's, add. That, that's right. That's right. And it's it's easy to it's easy to say like okay, good. That takes courage to walk away from something so fucked up. But at the same time, they are running away from they're, they're running they're rats running away from a sinking ship. That's all. They're, that's all they're doing. <laughs> so the the GOP should not like if who is left over are people like Ted Cruz and the GOP deserves deserves to be relegated to the dustbin of history because they're they're bullshit at this point they have it, it kill it kills me that you know you know him and lindsey graham had nothing good to say about trump before you know before the 2016 in the 2016 election right. and then they turned into such sycophants and they're all up his ass yeah. and now you know uh now they're turning tail i mean I don't know how anybody could take those clowns serious. You know, me as a libertarian, I disliked him from the beginning. Uh, you know, not obviously not to the degree you did. Uh, uh, 
but uh you know uh definitely never felt he was a he was a good fucking president i was glad he didn't yeah. bomb the hell out of a lot of other countries you know he's but, uh, he's got he's got less less than 14 days to do it yeah so what uh what do you what do you, what would you rather see the 25th or or a new impeachment uh new impeachment yeah is that is that is that is do you know i i heard people talking about it i haven't looked into the validity of it that if he's impeached again that that would bar him from being able to run again that's also would take away his secret service um it also would take away his uh his budget to be able to travel every year like it essentially um makes him as close to a regular old citizen as, as uh-huh. much as possible. Um, but it, it's, it's impractical to be able to get go through the trial and get both the, the Senate and the House to... Um, well, I heard the Senate would need 100 votes for some reason. They'd need everybody to do it. Not, I don't no, understand the reasoning behind no, that. That's, that's, not, that's not the case. It's I heard that on ABC too. today. Hmm. And, and that's the craziest majority possible. That doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know enough about it, but I know what we're, we talked about back in, in the actual first impeachment. Yeah, um, yeah, that's not that that's not the same as this one for some reason, is what they were saying the, on ABC. For the but that that could be though, fake news. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the twenty fifth, though, it would be really for the fifth twenty fifth amendment to be implemented. It would have to start from the cabinet, from Trump. Yeah, and they're cabinet. all jumping ship, so. Exactly. And that's another reason why they're jumping ships, so they don't have to be involved with uh, uh, trying to use the 25th Amendment to yeah. them out. Yeah. I would, I, I would say that was probably the, the you know, because of his behavior, you know, um, that would probably be the best. Because, I mean, you, Democrats talked about it since before, uh, since before he was in, in the office. And mm-hmm. I've always said, I don't think he did anything at that point in time that that's made him available for that kind of thing but this i could see that you know because let's let's face it to to the people who think that those people were standing up for democracy they weren't they were pissed Mm -hmm. off and throwing a temper tantrum that's all they did is throw a temper tantrum and i even asked bitches i even asked uh i mean i i just said i go you guys fucking complained about the fucking democrats complaining about for the last four years just like i did i think the democrats shot their mouth off like fucking uh, smoking gun fucking Schiff and shit like that. Hey, he's full of shit. But, you know, for them to complain about that and then behave in this manner, really just, it just, part of it makes me want to laugh and part of it makes me want to punch somebody in the face. But I have that, you know, libertarian non-aggression principle to uphold to. So I can't punch anybody in the face. Good. I forgot my other fucking point in there. Well, well, while you're thinking about it, there's a, there's a couple of things. Um, had Obama led a group of diverse, ethnically diverse group to enter the Capitol by force, to destroy historic artifacts and enter offices of other of politicians and walk away unscathed. You, it just just wouldn't happen. You just don't. It, it's it's almost impossible to contemplate. And worse, uh, Obama would have already been arrested, and his and the people that he would have led in this in this weird scenario, he would the people that would have, would not have been treated anywhere near as nicely as mm-hmm. these people were. I mean, it, it's a clear, clear, clear uh, evidence 
of how the police, how the government, and how this president has treated people of color and how he treats people that look just like him. And, mm-hmm. and it's and it's and even even when when Trump was like trying to bring peace to this in this one minute video, go home, go home. I think he was telling his his followers. I heard somebody you. call that look like he was making a hostage video, like he was being held at gunpoint and made to make that video or something. I was like, that's he, such fucking bullshit. Well, he knew. He knows. He's been he's been advised that more than likely he is going to be charged with a crime, and that crime is inciting violence, inciting a riot. Yeah, he should, yeah. He should be charged. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's the other part that I really don't like about this. I mean, and there's a lot of reasons not to like about this is that for two seconds, we were able to enjoy the fact that Mitch McConnell is no longer going to be the majority leader. That we were, <laughs> for, for two seconds, we were really able to enjoy that, that Biden will have control of the House and will have control of the Senate and will be able to use that majority to fix a lot of the a lot of the shit that trump has done it will also push us forward i'm i'm really hoping that we can get rid of student student loans that'd be fucking awesome if we can get medicare for all awesome if we can make it easier for everybody to get vac- vaccinated awesome Let, let's get back to, let's get back some real fucking the normal days when you wouldn't think about politics you wouldn't look at uh, at you would read the, the politics section in the newspaper and you'd be like this is fucking boring that's what we need to get back to instead of scandal after scandal after scandal. Well, I think if they make it easier for the people who want to get vaccinated and vaccinated, that's great. Uh, student loan yeah. shit, that's nonsense. Just, you know, uh, because... Well, explain to me, why do we need that? I mean, are you serious? It's uh, because there's mil- there are millions of people who are overwhelmed by the fact they have to pay these these exorbitant college loans for decades at a time. When a few decades ago, uh, college was incredibly cheap, and now because uh, colleges are for profit, now we, we people are saddled not only with college loans but with the inability to buy homes or with the inability to have a, a middle class uh, lifestyle that we are all that we've all been taught is possible in this America, and it is not. That's that's not a reason to forgive bills that people got themselves into. I mean, they made the choice to take classes and take courses and stuff yeah, like with that. The, with but the hold on, hold on, would have hold a on. strong economy. But they 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 made the choice to 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 get degrees, and a lot of people got degrees in things that they're not even going to be able to get jobs with. That's right, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So, and when you say forgive it, you act as though that money, you know, that the, the, the organizations that lent that money out just aren't going to get paid. What that means is the taxpayers are going to pay for it along with all this ridiculous stimulus. I'm totally okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. We spent seven, we spent over $700 billion every year on the U S military. And what do you get out of it? I, I, I think as a libertarian, I don't think we should spend that money either. That's apples and oranges. I, I, I agree. And we should be using that money to help us. No, we shouldn't be spending that money at all. We should be using that money, but we are. Hey, that we money, have been. We have that been. money should stay. That money should stay in people's pockets. That money should not be taken out of their, out of their, out of their pockets to pay for mistakes other people have made. Period. Um, That's all there is to it. But, but but what you're talking about is an ideal or a hypothetical situation that may be 20, 30 years ahead when there's a libertarian president, a libertarian congress, or whatever. I'm talking about what's happening in the world right now. 
Yeah, but that, that, that's that, and that's funny because that's that's the big problem with progressives is you guys don't think about the consequences of what you do. Because we are yeah. dealing with this now. We we have thousands and thousands of people that are that can't pay back these student loans, and instead, and and they can't pay them off. They can't think about buying a house because houses are expensive, and that's another issue that we have to address. Houses aren't and, expensive, and then right, but but like nobody in LA can buy a house living on or being able to. Uh, while they're earning a minimum wage. No one in LA can do that. And that's another issue too. The minimum wage needs to be raised. And we have that, to stop that... these corporations from essentially <laughs> subsidizing their subsidizing their employees' um, wages by having us uh, funding social programs. Fucking McDonald's, fucking Walmart telling their employees, this is how you apply for welfare. Fuck that shit. You need to end I, don't eat, I, don't, I don't eat at those places and I don't frequent them. So... That's how I, that's how I, I don't, I don't give them money, you know? So I don't and, think it's, I don't, and, and, and minimum wages don't just affect corporations. They affect small businesses, which I might add are being crushed right now. Right. But that has nothing to do with the minimum wage. It has to do in large part to a Republican president who believes in, in the trickle down theory and is unable who is more concerned about the economy than taking care of his people. And that is making the pandemic last longer, which in turn is hurting these small businesses. Uh, I mean, the pandemic's going on over, all over the world. It's not right, just here. Right, right. I, I agree 100%. But this is the most powerful nation in the world. There is no reason why we should be doing worse than the rest of the world. And we are. You know, I I don't know that prog that progressive uh, math there just kills me on like how you guys just say oh we'll just deal with this later and stuff like wait, that. What do you mean deal with it later? We got wait. We can't like if you're bleeding from your leg, you can't worry about the, the bump in your neck. What do you mean? We we got to take care of the problems that we have right now. Also, we and we do have to worry about. Um, the budget. We do have to worry about the deficit. We do have to worry about all those things. Uh, but but progressives don't. We absolutely do. We absolutely do. We, we there's there's um, the progressive concern is for the well-being of every human being in this country. That is the main thing. I'm glad you mentioned and that. Then why do you guys dictate goal. that? Why do you guys dictate that everybody has to live by your philosophy? Nobody has to live by my philosophy. Yeah, they do because they got to pay for what you want them to pay for. I mean, we already do that. Don't no, you guys want, but you guys want people to pay for even more. I see. I want everybody to keep their money. But you're already you want, paying. But see, that's the, and that is the biggest libertarian flaw. How are you going to pay for roads if that's the case? How are you, you know, their roads for, exist. Roads existed before there was libertarian. Before there was a, a, a United States. Okay, like Rome. Ro right? Roads definitely like, existed, and like and Rome. and. And the federal government shouldn't you be doing that. If people want to pay a local tax and they want to do that, that's fine. It's a little bit more easy to deal with. You're, you're absolutely right. Like Rome, right? They built roads all over Europe. And how did they uh -huh. do that? Their military built them. And, and how do they pay for their military? Actually, a lot of times Caesar actually paid for it. Through? No, through, through, through uh, plunder. Through, and taxes. Mostly they through plunder. They want Caesar what is Caesar's. It's even in the yeah, Bible. That, that's some, that's the, and you know how I feel about that biblical stuff. You're an atheist but, too, so you don't but, agree but, with that either. Uh, so, no, so you agree I'm, with I'm that part of the through, Bible, right? No, no, I'm I'm telling you what's happened in history. The roads were built through taxes. 
they were they were built through through conquest even even Genghis Khan he 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 charged taxes yeah so you want to be like Genghis Khan I'm not saying that at all what I'm saying is <laughs> it is not uncommon at all throughout all of human history for collective efforts to be used to improve a society the I problem mean, with medicare for all is going to be it's going to help everybody it's going no, to help well, everybody but it's going to take everybody's help through no taxes. no it's going to make everything more expensive and and less quality period i would agree with that if it were based in fact okay okay i'll give you a fact plastic okay. surgery plastic surgery isn't regulated the same way as our regular health care uh it's gotten ubiquitous it's everywhere and the price has gone down and the technology's gone up. If we did yeah, that with everything serious. else, if we, huh? Okay, go, go ahead. No, no, if, if we also got rid of the certificate of need, that would allow more competition. So these things that would allow more competition in the health industry would be better. But, the, you know, it's funny because how do you feel about monopolies? What, what, what's your issue with monopolies? Like with, well, if, I, if a corporation I, has a monopoly. I think Monopoly is a great game. I always try to choose the little shoe. That's the, that's the best piece, I think. But um, yeah, you, I, I'm not. I'm not sure how plastic surgery plays into Medicare for all. No, I'm. I'm just saying it's. It, it is. Is plastic surgery a medical uh, thing? A medical. It is a medical thing. Okay, so it's not regulated the same way as healthcare, right? Okay. Okay. So the fact that it doesn't have the same restrictions on it, it doesn't, it doesn't fall under the same guidelines as a certificate of need and that kind of stuff okay. allows it to more people to open up plastic surgery places, uh, right. centers. Okay. So they're, they're around, they're more readily available and it's gotten cheaper over time. Unlike our healthcare system as it is, has gotten more expensive. That's a perfect example. That's a, that's a, that's one. So so you're saying that uh, a profit. So you're talking about an elective uh, choice mm -hmm. has some has has worked well within the uh, what capitalism or the free hand of the, of the market, right? Or the visible hand of the free market. Not right? no, well, hey, not not all plastic surgery is is uh, is is. Uh, elective you know some people car crashes and stuff like that they still have yeah to no I, I i i hear you i hear you and, and you're absolutely right but for the most part like people that want to get their breasts done or noses fixed or whatever um it tends to be elective right mm -hmm. as opposed to what most medicare is which is a necessity and expensive it's it's expensive because of the regulations that that keep different okay. places from opening yes, up it, it, it is expensive but for a lot of people when you have to go to the doctors when something hurts when something when something's really wrong with you it's not necessarily uh like i can wait until next month when when i save money for new boobs or our <laughs> lip filler or or a butt implants right yeah it's something that needs to get done right away and when you introduce the profit motive into healthcare where people are life and death and they're willing to spend whatever it is that they need to spend. Or in some cases, they don't want to get those things taken care of because it's <clears> going to cost a lot of money. That's when you have the worst kind of healthcare system, which is what we have now. Where yeah. 
more than half of the, of the people that declare bankruptcy are it's it's because of healthcare issues. Yeah, no, I guess you know, I, I I know I've I've had uh, family members had to deal with that too. So I mean, yeah, it's it's painfully fucking expensive. Um, you know, so it, it is. I just think your answer is the wrong answer for it. It's definitely not gonna. It's definitely not gonna make it better. You know what? I would um, I would be willing to entertain the possibility that I'm wrong. Um, but in the in the meantime, we'll have Biden hopefully introduce Medicare for all. And in four years or eight years, when we're all able to go see a doctor anytime we want and get things and take care of our medical uh, needs, how, how about we'll, this? we'll discuss how bad it is. How about this? I mean, you know, libertarians aren't against the idea of of government health care. I mean, it's okay. it's not not exactly true. We're against the mandate of it. Why does somebody have to buy into it? Like, let's I mean, let's say if everybody who didn't vote for Biden, Biden just disappeared. You know, they got raptured up, you know, because they were such good Christians and left all you evil communist Democrats down here on earth. Why, why is it that the progressives couldn't just pay into the, you know, be uh, uh, not, not mandatory. Why couldn't people buy into something that they wanted to? Why do you have to force it upon other people to pay for as well? I mean, you're talking about like it's an unusual or novel thing. But that you, but you, not everybody wants the same thing. So but, I mean, not, not everybody do what they wanted to. That would be great. Not, I, I, I not, wouldn't, not, I wouldn't complain about that. I mean, not everybody drives, but their taxes go to fix roads. That's not what I'm talking about. But not, not. I don't think anybody has any um, different views on roads, really. But on healthcare, there are vastly different views yeah, so why would you the, want the to impose your will yeah. upon people who don't want part of what you want part of well it's um there's a lot of times when the government has to get involved to push society forward for a cause that may not have been very popular that's not what government like, was for like like civil rights for example that i mean <clears throat> civil rights was a really good reason for for government to make sure that all people are treated equally and defended and protected by the government. The law. Yeah, exactly. By the government. The government's supposed yes. to treat everybody equally. It can't yes. force, it can't, the government can't get rid of hate. You guys have tried right, 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 to right. legislate but away hate. What, what, what is the purpose of government? I mean, we're getting down to like the most basic idea of what government is, but like it should be there to protect you. From government. For you. And, and no, 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 your to rights, like you if somebody from... violates your rights. Yeah, to protect you from enemies, internal and external, right? Yeah. And also to do everything in its possible, uh, as much as possible to get out of your way of being happy and living the life in the best way you can, right? And one of the best ways that you can protect your citizens is by making sure that they don't die early because they're saddled with humongous medical debt or that they can't uh, live a full life because uh, they have to worry about these medical costs. In other words, why you are, I still don't understand the fact that like why if there's that many people that want that and people want to buy yeah. into it, yeah. why do you need everybody to be on board? If those people aren't going to be using the same system as you, why do they need to pay for your system? Well, it's uh, just like uh, everything, like Medicare, Medicare right now. Uh. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. We're paying for, we are all paying for a system that is able to provide uh, Medicare or medical care 
for people over 65 years of age, right? And it works wonderfully for them. Let, 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 me, let me give you an example. You think it works wonderful. Let me give you an example. Uh, My mom if, was if, in, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna cherry pick data points, it's not gonna be representative of the entire performance of medical. No, 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 no. This is not. This, I mean, I've been you know as a blind person, I've been in the system uh, for for you know, so I I know how it is. But just for an example, my mom was in a car crash a long time ago, had a head injury. Um, she recently had an issue with that, and she went to her doctor. So she she was supposed. To, to go see a specialist about this. She goes to, she goes to her doctor, they sent her to a specialist and the government paid for this. You know, the, the, the Medicare paid for this. They sent her to the wrong kind of doctor. They sent her to a, 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 a cornea doctor. So she had to go back home, nothing. So then she had to get another referral, took another two weeks, the whole time her eyes bleeding. Okay, so she's got blood coming out of her eye. So this is a month she's waited for this help. Uh, mm -hmm. she, they finally send her to that doctor. They, uh, they finally get her to the right doctor and he goes, well, we can't do anything. She's got to go get an MRI. So she goes home, said, okay, so we booked the MRI. They say, okay, you have to wait two weeks to so get a referral. So then she got the referral. Then they keep in mind, they pay, they had to pay for that appointment to go there then. So the government mm -hmm. paid for that. Mm -hmm. Um, she then goes to get the MRI. We called, said, is there anything she needs to do before she gets there? No, nope, nothing. Everything's cool. Go in there. Said, oh, she was supposed to get blood tests first. So they send her back home again. And then, so we go to get the blood test. This is, this is the one that kills me. We go to get the blood test. This is during COVID. My mom's high risk and all this stuff. We go to get her blood test and they sent us to the wrong goddamn place. They didn't even accept her in her, her version of me Medicare at that place. But they didn't tell us because we weren't allowed it to go into the office and check in. They set us out in the hallway where everybody was at. No chairs because the waiting room was too full. So they stuck us out in the hallway. Uh, this dude shows up who has a smashed spine, uh, smashed vertebrae in his spine for some reason. They don't get him a chair. He's laying on the floor in the hallway. Uh, you know, they come and separate my mom and I because of social distancing, even though we live in the same household, then the security guard goes and stands next to my mom. So this is what's going on here. We wait there for two hours in the hallway of this place. You know, keep in mind, this has been going on for months now. We go into this place and they send us home because they don't accept her insurance. Keep in mind, this is where the, they referred her to this place. So now she had to go to someplace else to get her blood drawn. And now we will finally get to go do that on Monday so we can get this MRI that we started to try to get three months ago. That's, that's what happens when you get government involved. When you have to get referrals to see a doctor, when you have to do all this kind of crap, it's, it's, really, it's really terribly frustrating. And like I said, for somebody who's high risk to be going out in this is just fucking nuts. I, that's that's I, what I government hope, healthcare does to people. I I hope your mom um, gets seen and gets well right away. Mm -hmm. So that um, you know, so I don't have my, I have my mom, zero my mom, faith. My mom also has Medicare, and her her experience has been pretty much friction free. Mm -hmm. And she, See, she not, had heart, and she had heart surgery, and there were. I mean, there were a couple of times when she needed my help to make sure she made the right appointments, to make sure that she could get rides. 
um, get her medications. Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't, I'm, I can't, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of different times that I've, I've had to complain, complain about Medicare and the way she's been treated. And I can't think of one. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not always the same. Some things are a little bit easier. Sometimes it's, it's just exactly, not. Exactly. That's but I, I can safely say that didn't, that kind of stuff never happened until fairly recently. You know, just it, we didn't have those kind of problems. Right. Like it, been, it's not it's medic healthcare by the government is not all the kind of experience that you're talking about, and healthcare by the government is not all the kind of experience that I'm expressing about my mom. Mm -hmm. The one thing we know is that it's too damn expensive. It is, and it's because it's the the profit motive has been introduced. You do you do realize that profit uh, pushes innovations as well. It, it certainly does, but it also makes it easier for people to want to charge two or three times the price for insulin. Okay, well, you know, that's why libertarians want to get rid of the patent on those kind of things. You know, the patent for I insulin mean, has been abused. Sure, so sure. Wouldn't that and, be, wouldn't that be or, a better or, way instead of saying, oh, we'll just pay we can, for it? No, we can control it. We can regulate it. Then why regulate it instead of just get rid of the patent for it? Then, it's, then, can, then it could be made in by, by everybody. You know, every every company can make it, and yeah, and they should be able to make it once it's regulated to not be overly expensive. See that 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 that's a whole layer of government that you just don't need. When all you need to do is get rid of the patent abuses. How about just deal I mean, with that? So you're you're talking about the one specific issue of overcharging for medications, right? But I'm talking yeah. about the entire medical system. The entire medical system. You, you know what? You know what lowers lower. prices? Competition. Competition yes. lowers prices, or or, or regulation. Because you know, out of all that, people... I never heard you. I never heard you speak about. You know, I know we've talked about it in the past, and you never gave me a good good answer on um on that I'm, I'm certificate right. of need. You yeah, know, because I I think we I think the certificate of need is something that uh, is has very little to do with the idea of providing government level healthcare, and has more to do with the corruption um, driven by corporations. By cap by capitalist that's not what has to do with it at all are uh that that push for cronyism that's exactly i mean so you're so i mean it is cronyism it is cronyism exactly yeah, that yeah which is a byproduct of capitalism uh do you act like there was there's not cronies in 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 the communist system right oh, no, you, um, but so, 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 so don't, about, don't make it I'm about not, capitalism it's not about I'm not, capitalism I'm not, I'm not talking about the communist system i'm not talking about introducing a communist system See, you, you say capitalism, I say cronyism. It's not capitalism. Capitalism Which is, should... Cronyism is a byproduct of capitalism. Ah, shit. There's cronies right. in every system. Right, right. So, I mean, so it's, but, not, it's, but, not a here, it's not It's not a byproduct of that. It, but it is, it happens clearly, regularly, often, and predictably in capitalism. <laughs> well, that, but that, but that, that's a saying because of this... It has to be that. No, that, that doesn't mean that at all. All I you mean, need to do, the certificate all you need of to need, do is get rid of the cronyism. We'll be the fine. The certificate of need is a government regulation that says that you can't have a hospital, a clinic, or a number of doctors in this area unless it's a government sanction. Is that correct? No, unless the other hospitals in the area say it's okay. Okay. It's like okay. your competition. But, but, your your competition cannot. Your competition can disallow you coming in and making doing business. That's right, what. That's it is. A, that's, that's the rule, that's the antithesis and, of cronyism, and, 
and the government it's government backed cronyism it's not capitalism and it's actually anti-capitalism because it's, it's not allowing somebody right? to come in and open up the open up a, a, a competing thing that's not capitalism who who benefits from that the other hospitals that's right which is a capitalist enterprise it's it's no it's it's a cronyist institution because capitalism would allow free driven by free market capitalism would say somebody could come in and and make competition a a corporation thought is with a corporation is more than happy to protect its profit but it's being and it's doing it it's it's not that it's it's the government protecting their shit no but but who 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 pushes governments through lobbyists to make laws that will protect them that's cronyism corporations exactly that's that's exactly what i'm talking about so 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 we agree we need to get rid of the certificate of need yeah i'm 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 okay with that i'm not defending that in fact i'm saying it's a capitalist capitalist artifact yes nah if it exists in other systems it's not because of capitalism you just have a an association with it because you don't like capitalism I mean, when, when you mentioned the certificate of need, it's like, yes, I, I, of course, that's going to happen in the capitalist system. Yes, of course. In a purely capitalist system, in, in a purely capitalist system where you have a democracy, you wouldn't have the be involved in, in forming, writing, regu- uh, government regulation. Is that correct? I think the government shouldn't have control over those. I don't think they right, should be able to right. regulate I okay. I, I agree with you. I, okay, so let's say we agree there for a second. If the capitalist enterprise in this in this in this example, the hospital, couldn't help the government to write these laws that would protect the hospital, then it would be great. But the hospitals can write through lobbyists write these laws and be have them be enforced by the government. Because the government right. has right. the power to do so. I don't think. Right. And, and right. So we agree that the government shouldn't have the power to stop. And and if you and and the hospitals or any entity that has the welfare of a human being or human life in as as its core um, motive, then it shouldn't be able to push government laws. Push. Okay, we agree with that. Then good. Right. Exactly. So capitalist systems shouldn't be involved at all. The what? Capitalist capitalist enterprises shouldn't be involved at all in giving. No, government shouldn't be involved. Government's the okay. one that's causing. You know, they're they're the one, you know, taking taking the uh, the 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 quotes in, in, from in, the uh, in, in, in 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 your example of the certificate of need. The government is writing these laws for the benefit of who? The the, the 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 their cronies. Right. So I think we're we're talking in circles. I think we agree. We just don't agree on the semantics of it. In a way, I'm just glad we have Biden and a Democrat Congress. Yeah, and we and we will all be better for in two years. I don't think so, but we'll we'll see. But uh, let's take a little break there, and then come back and talk about the vaccine. Right on. Let's take let's take a little break here, and uh, we'll be right back with some vaccine talk because there's there's a few things to be said about that as well. So we'll be right back. Peace. It's time to bring you home. Hi, this is Sean Osborne, 
and I would like to share something. One of the key principles of libertarianism is volunteerism and charity. So I decided to make an album of songs that each song would represent a different charity, and all the royalties would go to those individual charities. My song, It's Time, goes towards the Sea Shepherds. Much Braver Than I benefits the Fallen Firefighter Foundation. Over There benefits the Wounded Warriors Project. And Lend a Hand benefits Children's Hospital. I thought this is a great way for people to give to a charity without spending a dime. The more you listen, the more you give. So please, take time wherever you listen to music and listen to Four Others Volume 1 and share it with others. Thank you. Now back to the show. talk vaccines so what do you think about the vaccine and the when are you gonna get your microchip <laughs> <laughs> well, well hey what's well, it what's this thing hey, by the way what's it supposed to do to your dna all these people are saying it's gonna change your dna i know man it's gonna turn me into a frog or or something yeah. i'm not really sure it's gonna splice my shit yeah. <laughs> what it's gonna do. um I, I did hear you can probably go to tj and get the vaccine for like 50 bucks <laughs> we'll go we'll make a trip out of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll see how it works we'll see how it works out yeah uh somebody in uh, i don't remember if it was in my hometown or in my um or in uh in indiana in particular there was a healthcare worker who just recently went and got the vaccine and then went out that night and went and partied and caught covid took it home to her family got everybody sick and then she croaked mm. You know, uh, I think people get this false sense of security as soon as you get it, that you're all good. And that's just not the way that it is. You know, I mean, you have to, I mean, it has to get in your body first. I mean, it's not like you take it and you're immune. Plus, they say, you know, you got to have two shot, two doses of it for it to be effective. I was talking to my mom's doctor today. He just got his second shot yesterday. And he said he still takes all the precautions. He expects it will take four weeks for him to be, for it to be more effective in his body. Good. So what, what you probably read more on it than I did because you, you like laughing about it. What's all this microchip stuff? Is it a, is it the, is it the uh, mark of the beast? Well, um, let's, uh, uh, let's just take a quick step back and, and look at the current situation in the United States. Uh, I think today was the first day that we had over 250,000 cases, positive cases. I, I remember back in July when Fauci was talking about when we had like 30,000, 40,000 cases, he, he was talking, he was trying to scare people. And he was talking about uh, one of these days we're going to have up to 75,000, maybe 100,000 cases, trying to scare people into mm-hmm. following the rules, wearing masks, continuing social <clears throat> distance, having proper hygiene, not going out and making trips, needless trips, um, especially for the holidays. And look at where we're at now, over 250 cases daily. And mm-hmm. we're, 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 going, we're about to top 300, 365,000 deaths so far. 
which again, if we compare it to the flu, is at least 10 times deadlier than, than the flu. So, I mean, all the, all the comparisons of this to a mild flu just, um, just seem like- Well, definitely not like a mild flu, nonsense. that's for damn sure. Yeah, so all the comparisons to the flu that were being made like six, nine months ago are seem seem like um, the percentage of people dying, the percentage of people dying compared to having it is still low compared to the number of people that have actually had it. Right, but like what I'm saying is comparing it to the flu is no longer a valid comparison, um, and we are in the worst possible, I think, in the worst stage of this third wave right now, especially here in LA, where yeah, LA for people who don't realize is a shit show right now, but. Yeah, people, I, I mean, the all of the people that were saying that not wearing masks was uh, was a good option. Um, I hope they're, they've opened their, their eyes and seen how- No, how no, 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 they haven't, was. as a matter of fact. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about that. I mean, let's stick to the vaccine first, but we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. Knuckleheads, knuckleheads. Okay, so um, hospitals running out of oxygen. Um, the, the, the hospitals and the ambulances have now implemented a rule where if they go to see somebody and they can't resuscitate them or they don't have a good expectation of that person surviving, they will not bring them to the hospital. Um, I heard you, the, I, I heard them saying that that's not technically that far off from what they usually do. Well, there was, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. But now they're just- So, so I think, I think they're it. saying it a lot to scare people in that sense. I mean, and it should be scary. And it should be scary. Well, another thing that's, uh, that's also happening now is that when people are getting picked up to the hospital, they, they're not picked up by ambulances. They're not going to their local hospitals anymore, especially if those hospitals already filled up to 100, 110% capacity. They're being diverted to other hospitals, um, which might might still be at 100, but maybe not 115% capacity. And mm. they may not be seen anytime right away unless they have something that may be affecting their life. I was kind of curious why That's they don't just like uh, pop up some like MASH units, some tents, to put COVID patients in, and so yeah, that the they, hospitals they don't get overburdened. They they are they are. I mean, no, I mean that exclusively for that. And people who have COVID, since it is so dangerous, why put somebody with COVID in a hospital where people having heart surgery, cancer, and all that other stuff? It seems like they, there ought to be somewhere they just separate. Mm. I mean, that's well, that's they, my they personal do. philosophy there. No, no, they, and, and you're absolutely right. And they do. They have uh, some hospitals that are absolutely so, COVID free. Yeah. Absolutely, where they don't let any COVID patients in, as far as they know, they just have mm -hmm. uh, regular old, old patients, and and they're even opening up old, not abandoned, but hospitals that weren't in use. They're opening them up to be used uh, and fully staffed as much as possible. Um, but I, I do think that one of the things that limits the ability to open up, just like let's say the community center for COVID patients, is the ability to provide oxygen regularly and being able to power other other complicated. Uh, equipment and numerous equipment uh, pieces of equipment to let's say 500 patients all in one place and mm -hmm. have that run with the appropriate care expertise and power like my mom's uh, so, on oxygen i don't see why they couldn't just build more of the oxygen machines so that they had them ready they, they should, i'm sure they have and i'm sure they could but there are at least for these patients they need something called high flow oxygen where they needed mm -hmm. I, I don't know how how much is high flow but it has to be running like pretty um, at a high level of flow, <laughs> as the name describes. But now we're getting to the vaccines. We are now in where the first group uh, where frontline workers, doctors, nurses, 
uh, ambulance drivers, EMTs, medics. And I've heard some um, of them don't getting. want to get it too. Yep, and that's that is the situation. There are some. So what is happening currently, and, and I like the fact that that one of the, one of the purposes behind making this podcast is that we can have this as a as a picture of what the world looked like at this moment in time in January 2021, and we'll be able to look back on this and remember that now it, there is the situation where some members of the medical community who are able to get the vaccine aren't getting the vaccine, which means that there are vaccines that are being made available to people not in that primary, that first group, which is great, which is great for all those other folks that uh, <coughs> want to get it. And hopefully they will get it as soon as possible. Now, the conspiracy theories around the vaccines. This is what I've heard, so, some of the things I've heard. Um, number one, I've heard uh, somebody say like they're gonna make you take it. The government's gonna make you take it right now. Um, if the, if the government can't make people wear masks all the time right now. What makes them think that they're going to be forced that they can be forced to take a vaccine? Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, the, the the whole like I have I have heard this that uh, once you get injected with a vaccine, they're injecting a tracking device into your blood. When you're carrying Which, one in your pocket, I don't see the point of that. Right, and and you know, like I've, I've I've wanted to think about this, and just to see like how far, uh, just in in the in the mental exercise, um, I can get to disprove this, and just just the idea that some that a tracking device can be made small enough to fit into a needle, a hypodermic needle, it's, it's almost impossible. Number one, the cost would be prohibitive. First of all, second, how would you power something like that? Because it, it needs to be powered. So you need a battery to be that. Oh, it's probably powerful. atomic, didn't you know? That way the cancer <laughs> vibrations, right? Yeah, and it, and it 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 feeds off your soul, right? Or your your energy, your 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 good chi. Yeah, and you have to eat more carbs so you keep your your uh, your master in line. Right, your your chakras. So yeah. if even if so, let's say it were made to be small enough to enter into your bloodstream. It would also have to be small enough not to get stuck anywhere in your heart, in your in your veins, or maybe even your brain. Because capillaries, I mean, capillaries you. are small. Yeah, the, yeah but um, this. You know, item, people people gotta understand some capillaries are the size that one cell basically goes through it at a time. Right, right. You know, your but, red but this, blood cells just go through there. So. Right. So yeah. this this tracking device would have to be as small as that, so it won't so it won't kill you or cause a, a yeah a blockage, right? Yeah, so that's just that, that's, so, so that's one of the issues. The last issue would be how um, how much energy does that device need to be able to put out or to have to be able to send out a signal, right? And, and it sounds like yeah. honestly, if it, whatever, if it's too much, it's gonna kill you too. So like, what's the what's the purpose of having a device that's gonna attract people if it's going to kill the very subjects that it's keep trying to attract? Yeah, it's just uh, and, yeah, it's just. That's some Alex Jones shit right there. Right. And then, yeah. and then the last point, the last point, like, like, let's say they are tracking you. Let's say Bill Gates wants to find out how often you go to the bathroom, I guess. <laughs> like, like what, what, what would be the point? Well, people do realize that, like, your, your, your guts clean out your blood. So, I mean, at some point in time, you just shit the fucking tracking device out anyhow. Oh, damn. And then right. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a shitty thing to do. Bill Gates is a terrible <laughs> idea. So, so, yeah. Zuckerberg, Bill, terrible idea. Yeah. You know, um, for me, 
the fact that it's it's new. That's why I would be skeptical of taking it. I'm going to wait before I take. I'm not going to be you know jumping out the fucking window trying to get it immediately. My mom is going to get it because she is really high risk. I think it's important for her to get it because you know shit. She's gonna she's gonna croak if she comes in contact with this shit. Mm. Um. So like, where where do you feel about like uh, how how that is like like how new it is or whatever do you do you think it's worth the uh the the risk or do you think it's okay if people are willing to do it or like what's your philosophy on it i think um anybody that does take it now has to be and probably is very aware of the risks involved because yeah there was no um there are thousands of people that went through the initial studies um but it'll be absolutely different when it's provided to millions of people with uh, an infinite genetic variety and different um, conditions and stuff yep absolutely so um yeah it will affect people differently and we will find out what the long-term effects of having this vaccine is and how long it actually protect you yeah you know i I, i'd actually read in in a few places that there was actually already coronaviruses around that they gave to animals since the 60s you know, mm-hmm. to keep your cat from getting coronavirus. Um, I think it was made in like 1967. And vaccines? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't understand why if they had this, why they couldn't have figured out how to, you know, if it worked on humans or to figure out how to make it work on humans. And if somebody wanted to volunteer and test it out, they could have done that. Uh, but I think the FDA kept that from happening. Also, do you, are you aware of when this actually Moderna's vaccine was actually finished and completed and ready to go? I, I don't, but let's talk about the vaccines for a second first. So um, one of the, the big concerns that people have about getting a vaccine is like, if I get the, the COVID, vac- COVID vaccine, I'm going to get COVID. I don't want to get COVID. Every time I get the flu shot, I get, I get the flu. I don't want to get that. Well, a lot of these vaccines now aren't made with the COVID virus. They're made with genetic material. Uh, from the spikes of the coronavirus. <coughs> What's uh, that, that mean, spikes? The What's that so, mean, spikes? Uh, so the spikes that are on the coronavirus um, surface are the proteins that attach themselves to human cells. So that makes it easy for these these virus... Um, oh, it's how it clings in you. Yeah, exactly. And enters, enters your cells. So what these vaccines do smartly is they mimic those proteins that are on the that are the spikes on the on the coronavirus and introduce um, themselves into the human cells and essentially tell the, the human cells to create antibodies without any danger of the, the genetic material that's inside the coronavirus uh, itself so um, it's it's almost impossible to get covid i mean i'm not going to say it's impossible but it's damn near impossible it's just a part mm-hmm. of the cell. It's not the actual virus. So mm-hmm. um, when, when you're talking about, and that's the recent development that people are able to do with, uh, with technology and things like CRISPR. Um, and in the 1960s, my guess is that the, the most developed technology had to do with weakened versions of actual uh, viruses. But wouldn't so, it have been good if people could have tested that out? If people were willing I, to try, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I don't think it would have justified the kind of risk that that has, because there is just like with the flu and just like with smallpox. Because um, I'm sure you remember the inoculations that people would give 
themselves and their children, like in the 1700s for smallpox, would just like be like you would get pus from a person that had smallpox, and <laughs> you would hopeful and you would give it to your child and and hope that it was weakened. You would hope that it was weakened enough that it would inoculate them, mm-hmm. right? But the That's but nasty. you're introducing yeah, but you're introducing live viruses into a person and. So that's, I think that the, the the risk inherent in that was unjustifiably high to test now when mm-hmm. you have other options. All right. So now to, to the, to the new virus with the new technology. Right. So yeah. this, this, this vaccine was made and finished two days after the Chinese put online the, the genetic code of the disease, of the disease, the, uh, the scientists at Moderna got the vaccine. It was, it was done, completed on January 11th. And the FDA said, you know, you can't test this on people because it might kill some motherfuckers, which, okay, I understand you. They don't want people to die. You know, okay, that, that's understandable. But if you have volunteers who are willing to do it and test it out, really, if they would have started testing people who are willing, you know, because I, I mean, I know people that have been saying they would test out a vaccine. You know, I think actually one person I know actually was one of the test people. You know, mm-hmm. one of my friends back in Indiana was a test person for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they would have allowed them to do this in March, I mean, in, in, in January, February, maybe, let's just say February, you know, March or April, they could have been rolling out this thing. And the number of people that would have died or could have possibly died of the, of the vaccine, if that, was a, if that was an issue at all, would have been mild compared to the... 250, close to 300,000 people that have died over the course of the year. So that's something where I, I feel, you know, people who are brave, like me, I'm not brave enough to fucking volunteer to take some hype, uh, n- new fucking drug. Just not, that's not in my DNA to even want to go there. You know, uh, there's some other risks that I would be more willing to take for different things, but not with that. Medical shit freaks me out. So to me, even the way they tested this vaccine seems a little weird. You know, they set people out into the wild, right? They send them out into the world and you might have this vaccine and you go walking around your whole day and you're, you're smart about it. So you're, you're, you're quarantining and staying at home. You might not run across a person who has COVID and then you go in and get tested and they say, Oh, you're clean. It's a, it's, you know, and they put you in the effective, uh, you know, it's very effective uh, realm. No, 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 they don't. No, they don't. They don't. That's not the way that's, that works. That's what I've read. No, that's not the way. Not, well, well, let's address your, your, your initial point um, about having people take these risks. Um, I mean, the way uh, medical uh, experiments are run, they have to be just um, ethically, they have the risk that is involved has to be justifi- justifiable. Uh, they have to try it out in other life forms first, uh, mice, monkeys, and other um, another spe- species that have similar um, or analogous to human to human. No, that, that 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 yeah, you, you're you're making my point for me. I mean, if there's a human that says I'm willing to do this, yeah, yeah give yeah, me no. this and expose me to the coronavirus and I, see I'm, if it I'm, works. I'm, but science doesn't work, especially medical science and ethical and the ethics behind human experiments doesn't work that way. It has to, that's, it that's, has that's, to, to be me, that's, that To me, that's not an experiment. You, you may, I mean, the way you, you're, the way you're framing it, 
makes it sound like Dr. Mangala, you know, that they're just experimenting on people. I mean, that's um, what it is. It is an experiment. No, no, not, not a study, but it is an experiment. No, Mangala didn't give people the option. You know, he just right. experimented on people. But like, say, if if I wanted to go get test uh, this vaccine in in February and test myself, and they could stick me in a room with a bunch of people with coronavirus and see if the vaccine worked, because I'm I'm younger and healthy, which is also full of shit, because I'm old. You know. Uh, you know, if I was a young person and wanted to do that, volunteering to do it, just like a firefighter runs into a building that's on fire. Yeah, that's that, that would be medically and ethically responsible. I don't think so at all. I think that's I think that's heroic that somebody would that would somebody I, would risk their any, life for that. Any any doctor that would run an experiment that way would be uh, would lose their license very quickly. That's a problem. You, you, you have to be able to run it on others, other uh, life forms first, and then whatever risk is is <clears throat> accepted um, to be at, a, at some sort of level, acceptable level for humans, then that's when it would be run. But that's, you, that's I a mean, responsible thing to do. So you think it's it's so you think it's responsible to not let somebody volunteer to do something, and at the risk that that one person might die, when close to 300,000 people are going to be dead here soon. Well, there are for any medical test to be valid, you have to have a large enough sample size, which might be yeah, yeah, yeah. 1,000. I mean, you, you could, I mean, dude, believe me, there, there's enough people out there that would volunteer to do these kind of things. There's some brave people out there that would go for it. Right, right. And, and the, the medical community and corporations would not run a test on a large sample size with 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 people especially if they knew, if they didn't know that the risk was within acceptable level. Like what you're talking about is like running a test where like, we don't know how high the risk is, but these people are brave. No, well, the, the, see, the, the, the way they would do it is they would start with a small group of people. And then we see how that works with that small group of people. And little by little, you increase the number of people. I mean, yeah. I, I read a study on uh, uh, fee, uh, the foundation for uh, economic uh, uh, fireworks going off over here. I thought the revolution started. Uh, fee, and they uh, they uh, they they explained exactly how it would be done. And you know, you would start off with a small group of people, test them, let them you know let them volunteer to be exposed to the virus, see how That's that works. Yeah, no, it's a, here comes the Trumpers, uh, and. Uh, you know, and, and just gradually build it up. And over time, there'd be more and more people that are inoculated against it and then try it out. It seems that to me seems a hell of a lot more ethic than letting a bunch of people die while you because you needlessly uh, won't let people risk their own lives. You know, that 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 comes into that progressives protecting people from themselves. No, that's, no, that's, no, that sounds like a that, that's not like a very libertarian thing. Yeah, it is very libertarian. Let yes. people volunteer to try. And, and ethically uh, negligent, unfortunately. No, no. Yeah, it, there's, no, no, there's, no actually, there's absolutely I'm nothing serious. ethically. There's not ethics would come into play if you were tricking people, like some Tuskegee thing. That is ethic, eth, uh, ethically wrong. People volunteering who are brave to do something that is not ethically uh, bad. You know, if people say, you know, I want, I want to step up to bat. And, you know, just like people that go into combat, you know, there's not everybody's going to go into combat and get shot at because it's fucking dangerous. But, right, that you know, there's right. people that, that are willing to take those kind of risks for the betterment of humanity. 
and and, and, and government you know, gets in the way. A, of that. From, from a practical standpoint, it just doesn't make sense to run tests on humans, which are obviously a lot more expensive and a lot higher risk, not only in terms of just uh, death, but also the PR or the bad PR. Um, it just it's not as practical to like run 10, 15 different kind of vaccines with all varying degrees of safety or unknown safety levels um, on random people who may have these, these, these hero complexes because they're willing to risk their lives. So yeah, yeah, it, it, that, that, that's, not, that's not the way it works. Okay, so the, the, other, um, the other point that you had, uh, the vaccine, what, what you were talking about? How I think people ought to be, they should be able to vol the volunteer to try it out. Yes, yes, yes. And, and then you made another point about um, the vaccinations and how, Oh, okay. How how the effect the, the effectiveness how the effectiveness oh yeah 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 because they, they were they were talking about what they would do is they would they would actually put people you know around the virus so that they know exactly you know you would you would uh, you would test the people yeah, yeah every yeah. day that's because how, you, they're actually exposed to the virus because some yeah, people how... some people no they they I mean people who got the vaccine uh, and were being used as the the test for it they were uh -huh. out in the world. Yes. They they weren't sitting in a hospital waiting for two weeks waiting to see if they got the virus. Right. They were out in the world, you know, right. and more than likely wear masks and everything like that. So they might not right. even have been exposed to it. Yeah, yeah, that's not how that's not how the determine the effectiveness is determined by giving it to ten, let's say ten thousand people, five thousand people don't get it, five thousand people do get COVID, right? And mm -hmm. you determine how now this, this group of people that get get test positive for COVID. You see how well they do. Do they end up going to hospital? The severity of their symptoms? Do some of them die? And then from there, because these are double-blind studies where nobody knows if they got the vaccine except until the very end of a certain amount of time. Uh -huh. And then you determine who got the vaccine, who didn't, and then you compare their symptoms for the the COVID-positive group and the people that had the lower like. And then you can say this medication or this vaccine was effective. If the group that had the COVID nineteen vaccine, COVID nineteen vaccine, uh, showed or had lower severity in symptoms, that's how you determine the effect. Yeah, but but the but those people might not have been even exposed to it. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like you only look at the people that tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah, but I mean that's what I'm saying. You you don't know how many people were even exposed. So what I'm saying. So and also keep in mind, you're thinking it's ethically cool for people to go in and take a vaccine and think, oh man, I might be getting a vaccine and you're really just getting a placebo. Yeah. You know, because I mean, it has is, to be a blind test. I, I think I think that that's more unethical in my standpoint to, to let somebody think that they might have a vaccine. No, you, let, you tell them. To let somebody volunteer. Them. Yeah, but okay. They, they, Same thing. They know. You tell somebody that they who's know. volunteering to take it that it might kill you. No, no, no. You don't tell them if you were giving them the uh, the vaccine or not. It's a double blind study, and it really does protect um, the subject and it protects the um, the maker of the vaccine from bias. If somebody volunteers, they would sign a waiver to say if you know I understand the risks of taking this, so there I mean, wouldn't there, be anything there, ethical. You, you, you are right. There are people that have proposed uh, trying out these vaccines and intentionally exposing them to COVID-19. So you could see how they perform while having the vaccine yeah. in their bodies. Um, and those are more ethically dubious. 
I wouldn't say dubious. I mean, it's all, it'll only be dubious if you're tricking somebody. No, it's, it's, they, it's dubious in the sense that uh, as a medical professional or medical researcher, you shouldn't be introducing somebody that you are, let's say, like, if you're not more than, like, if you don't think that this can protect them well, why would you put that in a human being? Placebo. They're doing the same thing with the placebo. No, it's without, not without protecting placebo. them at all. Right, and but you're not telling you're not telling people go out there and have somebody. I think you're just thinking too idealistically. No, this is the, this is how science is. This is I'm not I'm not telling you about my opinion. This is how, like how science works. Yeah, and and, and, and they let three two hundred fifty thousand people die in the not, process. No, that's not that's not science. Science brought us a vaccine within a year. That's what science did. The act. Uh, no, they brought us a vaccine in two days. No, no, no. They've been created in two days. They yeah, brought they it to the market yeah. in nine months. No, they, yes. they, they, it was created. It was created and finished in two days. Look you, it up. You can you can look up at the DNA and you can see how, what is going to match up and link up uh, with in terms of the proteins that are going to link up and be able to match yeah. together. Everybody, yeah, everybody, like, just, you can do that with computers in two days. Yes, you can do that. Yeah, it was it, the the vaccine was created in two days. That's that's. I mean, that's a fact. And they could have they could have been testing it. Yeah, and I, I, I think, and I think it would have been wonderful. Works. It would have been that's, wonderful. That, that's not the way it works. <laughs> I swear. No, that, that's not. You're right. It's not the way government lets things work. I worked at a medical university. I've been trying to not mention this fact, but I worked at a medical university for a couple of years, and uh -huh. this is that. That's how medical research is, is done. Yeah, yeah, and I disagree with that 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 model. And, and there I, are there are other people that disagree with it too. You know. Yeah, they can disagree, but it's it's not it's not the way medicine. Well, in the process, all those people died waiting on a vaccine. And that's not science. Is science not? I mean, let's let's face that. it. If the, if the let's, let, hey, how about this? If the vaccine ends up being the 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 cure the the cure for this thing, right? It's and not, it gets it's rid not of a cure. It. It's not a well, cure. I mean, you know, I mean, if it gets rid of it because uh, you know so many people have it that it goes away, yeah, right. Yeah. If it goes away, they could. It, it proves that it was safe. Then they yeah. could have done it earlier, but they didn't because they wouldn't let people volunteer. That's no, really what it was. No, it, it didn't because there's no way to know how somebody's system or like how millions still of people not. are going to react. I mean, that, that's yeah, what, exactly. I, mean, I just saw that. Exactly. I just saw that on the exactly. news today. That they said they don't know how people with like say transplants are doing. You know, if you have a heart transplant, how, how's the right. vaccine going to affect this person? How's it going to do? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't know. So, they, so they haven't tested. But guess what? They're still giving it to those people now, even though they did zero tests on those kind of people. Somebody that right. had a heart transplant exactly. does not know how that vaccine is going to do. But they're exactly. still willing to do that, even though even though they didn't test for that. Well, because you are giving them, number one, you're giving them with informed consent. And number two, you're giving them the safest version of dozens of other vaccines that were tried out beforehand. And, and 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 I want to make this very very clear. It isn't science that let these people die. It is a, a lack of competent leadership, and all of the thousands of knuckleheads that were out there protesting for the right to not wear a mask that led to this. You know, uh, I've been I've been reading the Federalist Papers lately, and Madison said something to the effect of, "When masks government ma huh? make you the." Did he say masks make you less free? When, when he said 
that you have to take into consideration the nature of humanity when you make laws. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is for masks and things like that to be as effective as you and I would like, everybody would have to be 100% on board. Yeah. And there's nothing under the sun that all of humanity is going to get behind, period. There's just mm -hmm. not. Right. And this is why I said, you know, like you, you and me wear masks. You and, you mm -hmm. and I, we wear our masks. We, we do our social distance. But there are places uh, where people, uh, we're not places, I mean, people that don't do that. And right. so those Play, people places where wait, places where people don't wear masks. I, I didn't mean places. I meant people who don't wear masks. Okay. okay. So these people who don't wear masks aren't taking it serious. So I don't know what okay. that person's doing when they go someplace, or you know, you see the people with the chin diaper on. They don't have it on. Their nose is hanging out. So you have people who aren't wearing it properly. So okay. having the masks on people who obviously aren't using them properly around me doesn't do me any good. So my idea and a libertarian idea is that people who aren't, who don't want to wear masks should have a place where they can go. Like, like I think we mentioned in another podcast, we went up to Sequoia and mm -hmm. when we went to Sequoia, there was a couple of breweries up there. We were going to stop mm -hmm. at one brewery. Nobody had masks on. Guess mm -hmm. what? We didn't go there. We went to another one where everybody was sitting outside social distancing staying away from each other. We went and had a beer and left, you know, because I felt safe at that place because people were in the same mentality as me and the people who were the non-mask wearing people went someplace else. They might end up catching COVID. You know, they might not, they might get lucky. So I think it would be better instead of forcing people who don't agree to get on this, you know, to, to try to do the same thing. It'd be better for people to self segregate in that sense. People can go where they want, and it would it would keep people who are at higher risk uh, a safer place to be. You know, some people might be endangering themselves, but the people who are really looking to be safe would be safer. I mean, I I, I find that to be true. I mean, and and I might add, at that place where people weren't wearing masks, the bartender wasn't wearing masks, the waitresses weren't wearing masks. They weren't concerned. So I don't see how anybody can say, well, you got to think of the people working there. Obviously, the people who are working there didn't give a shit either. So, well, OK, OK. So let, let's let's address this. Just again, like I, I'm going to repeat that all of the people that for the last for the very at the very beginning of this pandemic, we're talking about I don't want to wear a mask. It's against my rights. It's, it's infringing on my constitutional rights to wear a mask. Those people have been proven wrong, dead wrong. Because these masks, if everybody, if everybody were wearing these masks, not only as common courtesy to their human, fellow human beings, but as a health, health precaution for themselves, we'd be in a much better place now, instead of demanding that their constitutional rights be protected, which, which is bullshit. Uh, I don't know, there was a, there was the a founders, the, the, the founders, and, and, and these, these people like to say, well, the founders wouldn't, wouldn't have uh, allowed any of this because of constitutional rights. Protected. No, I'm, I'm sure you've already heard about this, that George Washington himself enforced a quarantine when it was a smallpox outbreak that could have affected his soldiers. He knew that people needed to be quarantined and that's exactly what he uh, signed in order for quarantine. I mean, this is, this is common sense. This is like this, this idea that our rights need to be protected or that this group of people can be okay as long as they're far away and this other group of people 
needs to be uh, it can wear a mask if they want to do that's that's such a fragmentary uh, fragmented way of thinking about the, what the situation is right now because you're not going to keep people separated at all times you are going to have people that are going to mix inevitably and that's what's happening and that's what's happened and a new ta- a, a, a new plus people dead it has nothing to do with the, the vaccine created two days after the the tna was was laid out or with a new, bartenders a new study out of new york says that 75 percent of the people coming down with the coronavirus they believe are affected at home okay. because they're hanging out with people at home okay so that has that has nothing to do with people wearing masks in stores and stuff like that. Uh, wait, a, a new study Six, out of a new, new York. I, I didn't. I don't New York. Where, where, okay. Well, it's yeah. well, it's not the entire United States then. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there another study from New York said that sixty. This is more towards the beginning when everybody was a little bit more on board than than they are now. The sixty-six percent of the people who were coming down with the coronavirus were people who had been quarantined. You know, so they didn't know how yeah. they were. Getting well, so new, I, I, is that from New York also? Yeah, that was New York also. Yeah, and and so their their cases are, are also are going to be lower in general because they have been lower in general. So when you have fewer transmission between strangers or restaurants, for example, then you are the only transmissions that are going to be happening are going to be the ones that happen in home. Uh-huh. And then, like say that with the outdoor dining out here in California. Even the uh, the guy, I think we might have talked about that on a podcast. The guy from Health and Human Services said he doesn't want. He wished they would not close down that because there's no evidence uh, that dining, uh, outdoor dining, is a problem. And getting rid of that outdoor dining is sending people indoors to houses where they're more likely to catch the virus. Obviously, probably the best thing, you know, from my point of view, would be to stay home. But, you know, some people like, you know, some people don't cook. Some people live alone. They need to go out and get something to eat, something like that. Not everybody lives with their family or has the ability to cook or do these kind of things and stay home. So it'd be nice if there was that option for people, you know, that option. Well, I, I think the bigger issue is, is this idea that that needs to be adopted, that, which is masks. Everybody should be wearing masks. Everybody should be wearing masks. Everybody should be wearing masks. Do you see that happening? No. No. As a matter of fact, people are doing it less and less. And, yeah, and that's ridiculous. It's pretty. And pretty, it's, it's pretty well. Powerful. I mean, you know, it, it. You know what the, the thing is? Is again going back to Madison. He says you got to take in consideration human nature, and when when they when they legislate laws, and if you look through history, this is the way people have always behaved during pandemics. It was to be expected. So, uh, if the, what, what, what's gone on has been an epic failure because it didn't take in consideration human nature and it, it put people together who don't agree with each other. And it, it, I'm sure it's caused more lives than it would have uh, saved because people who don't believe these things are still going to do what they're going to do. And because they're forced to go someplace where you and I would want to go, it only puts oh. us at risk. I, I really, I, I, I don't think I can entertain these, these abstract ideas that people it's not abstract. That don't agree. Like it really, really does fall on the people at the very, very top, starting with the president of the United States and uh, Republicans and libertarians and Democrats. And I'm a libertarian. I wear a mask. That, yeah, that, hey, don't don't give me that. We had a libertarian guest on this show 
that mm-hmm. talked about the evils of wearing masks. And all no, she talked about the evils of the mandates of forcing people to wear masks. She didn't say and, masks were evil. She's okay, never told okay. me that wearing a mask was evil. But she See, wouldn't a, wear a mask a and had and had a, a constitutional reason for not wearing a mask, right? And the the truth has been that had she been willing, or any of it, anybody else who had an in a position to wearing masks, if she had just been willing to to put or tolerate masks for as long as we all as long as we all needed to, which might have been like three or four months, maybe five months, we would have been able to keep this down to much much lower. And instead, we had people, and of all political leanings talk about how they don't want to wear masks or or and they even fucking protested in Michigan and in California, Huntington Beach and Orange mm-hmm. County and Rancho Cucamonga because they don't want to wear fucking masks and infringe upon their rights. Bullshit. This is exactly <laughs> where we are now. It has nothing to do with science. It has nothing to do with outdoor dining. It has very little to do with what's going on in New York. It's this mentality that wearing a mask infringes on my rights. Bullshit. And some people just don't believe it that it's going to help. Yeah, yeah, and they're wrong. You know, they're you know, you know, uh, and like say people who caught the plague. I, I saw this on PBS. It's a show called um, Secrets of the Dead. It's like the first season of it that they did tests on the bones of people who died of plague, and they found out the people who died of the plague, or excuse me, who lived mm. from and survived the plague, their descendants are immune to AIDS, you know? So there's a certain amount of future strength that you, some people who can get this, if they are exposed to it, that they might come out in the future and another bug might not kill them. For example, I got a flu 20 years ago that I, I personally never been sicker in my entire life. I mean, I was, right. I thought I was gonna die. And ever since I caught that flu, I've never, ever been sick like that again. I think it, it made me stronger. So perhaps some of these people, if they, they were out there and in their own area, it might have future benefits for them. Not for everybody. You know, some people would die, but they would stay away from those of us who are actually scared of it. You can laugh at it. I mean, it's, it's a fact. All get COVID. So we should all get COVID? No, I, I didn't say that. I, I wouldn't want to get plagued just to make sure of anything. But some people did, you know, and some people are scared of it. Should we all get the plague? No, I mean, the fact of the matter is you don't know what a generation down the line, people's family is going to be like who have, who've had the COVID and what strengths it could have given them. Obviously, some people it doesn't. Some people kill. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So in the meantime, let's go ahead and protect as many people as we can. Those who want to be protected should be protected. Right, and the, know, but those uh, who don't, those who want to go about their business, should have their place of, and freedom see, to do what they want. And and that's short-sighted as hell. Because look, like the people that don't want to wear a mask, it, it they just think that it affects them individually, but it, it it's not. It doesn't just start and end with you. It starts and ends with the next person that you meet. It might be a senior citizen. Or that's why I want them to have their own place. So they don't come near. where I'm at. See, and that's exactly like such a, a such a, a individualistic slash selfish view of the world. No, freedom isn't my selfish. Rights, well, no, my rights. No, my right. No, my right. See, you're missing. My right. No, others. That's what we want. That's what we should. My be right. Doing. My right is to be for, uh, away from people who don't think like that. 
And what you're right, what you're trying to impose is putting me in danger because human nature has proven that people are not going to follow those rules. And it's, what you're it's doing one thing, it's one thing to acknowledge human nature. It's another to give into it. That, like I said, Madison said it, I believe it was Federalist 41, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that, that, that you got to take into consideration human nature. That doesn't necessarily mean that he is the beginning and end of. No, but I, but it, but it, but it is true. You ha, you have to understand human nature when you make laws because if people aren't going to obey the laws, what's the fuck the use of the law? Like you just said, you can't that you can't even make laws to make people wear masks. How could you make a law to give somebody? No, a well, no, no. You, you can you no you can make the laws, but you also have to be willing to enforce it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's been missing, along with the leadership to promote the idea that wearing masks makes sense and, and will protect people because it does. Like I work. said, I, I wear masks. So, right. you know, and I, and, I have and, friends and, who don't, and I, and it's unfortunate because I haven't seen them in a while, you know, so I, I don't get it. I don't get to hang with them right now. That, that And that's, you know, like, I, you know, I guess what it is, is horrible. it's about comfort level. Like you and I have it's, different comfort levels. Like my comfort level is I, I went, to a, to a, a brewery that was outside and had a beer. Uh-huh. You went to a, a BLM protest and you felt comfortable there because you kept your distance and you did what you felt was comfortable. And I, I would and I would not have done that. Time. And I would not have done that myself. I wouldn't uh-huh. have felt comfortable there. So okay. you did what you felt you were comfortable with and you can't impose what you feel is comfortable with you for you on me and vice versa you did you did what you felt you could to keep yourself safe all just wear masks out of common sense and common decency and caring for each other ideally and not have to have laws mandates um police arresting people or fining people or giving penalties to people who are not wearing their mask ideally that would be the case but instead, what we have is people claiming that wearing a mask makes them a sheep, makes them um, subjects of com- uh, ready, getting ready for communism, which is ridiculous. And, and, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to like if like the only reason that you should not be wearing a mask is because it medically restricts your ability to be, period. That's it. So I guess that's it. So we could go in circles about this, but I, I say people have their circles. their human nature and we can't, I mean, it would be, like I said, yeah, it would be great if, every, if everybody just stayed home, you know, actually, you know, if everybody stayed home for a month, shit, we'd be rid of every disease, wouldn't we? Every, every communicable disease would be gone because none of them live that long. So, I mean, the flu would be eradicated that way. Everything would just be eradicated well, if people stayed home. Well, well, actually to your point, uh, there's been a 98% drop in flu cases mm-hmm. because people are wearing masks and people are staying home. I mean, you're right. So why not just make people stay home all the time so we don't catch shit? Because that, that is impractical. We're just asking for <laughs> mask wearing, essential travel, the social distancing, and washing your hands. How about I mean, this? It, you know, they're, clo- they're closing down restaurants, but they're putting people in air, letting people fly in airplanes all over the place. And and that's a terrible idea too. 
<laughs> that's, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I've, I've known, uh, you know, they've had, they had libertarian meetings in different places. Like they, they had the libertarian convention in Florida, right at one, right at the first, right at during the first peak. And mm-hmm. not one libertarian who went to that thing caught COVID because that they respected. No, they, I think, I think, I think because there's mean, only a certain did, amount of people. I mean, I mean, it's not like the DNC where there was 10,000 people there, you know, I mean, everybody they, who went there. You have to rely on their honesty. I mean, what I'm saying is as far as you know, None of them got COVID. Yeah, and definitely none of them died. So, but yeah, I mean, there, there have been libertarians that have got it, and they have said that they got it. So, I mean, I, I don't know. think anybody, you know, even you know, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a stretch to think that people who respect each other and respect each other's space, uh, and have respect for each other and care about each other in that sense, kept each other safe. And that that's that's the way I see it. They kept each other safe. Yeah, so, or or they just happen to be lucky. Or, I mean, yeah, people and people who have been doing all the right things have been unlucky, even the ones who stayed at yeah, home. Absolutely. absolutely. So it could just be about luck. So yeah. I, I, I wish luck upon all of you. And peace, blessings, and vaccines. I can't believe you just said blessings as, as, a, as a fellow atheist. Well, in the, in the spiritual sense of the word. Yeah. <laughs> and, now, I, and good vibrations. <laughs> peace and love <laughs> so well, I think we've gone in circles enough there but, yes. uh, so I got a funny anecdote my my neighbor she's she's very religious she's very oh. very religious and uh, very 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 trumped out right oh, uh, she she made it a point to come down to my house the other day I I wasn't I think I don't, I don't remember if I, I was I must have been asleep or something and she came over and you know, no mask came up to my oh, front door so and you know was my mom said she didn't go close to the door but was talking to her and you know she's standing at the door talking through the door mm-hmm. and you know knowing my mom's high risk and stuff I was furious Mm-hmm. You know, because she came over here and she goes, you know, and she, she said, well, I need to talk to Sean. I need to talk to Sean. And, mm-hmm. you know, cause she knows I'm really politically active and stuff like this. So, mm-hmm. so I tried to call her. She didn't pick up the phone. So, mm-hmm. okay. So later on, we had to walk down to pick up my mom's medicine. So we walked by her house mm-hmm. and she was like, Oh, have you been seeing what's going on? She was talking about, this is a few days ago about, you know, the, the whole Trump thing. Right about mm-hmm. oh you know all hell's gonna break loose I guess predicting the sixth right mm-hmm. and she goes I was just concerned to see if you guys had everything you needed because you know shit's about mm-hmm. to hit the fan this and that and everything else keep in mind this very goodly Christian woman not once when the pandemic hit ever mm-hmm. she's got a car never once asked if my blind ass needed anything or my mom mm-hmm. we don't have cars ever need anything from the store mm-hmm. but all of a sudden she was concerned. When the city was on fire and people were tearing shit to pieces and everything, never once called to see if I was okay. But because, you know, uh, the great, her great glorious leader said things were going to hit the fan. She was suddenly concerned for my safety. Mm. Fucking hypocrite. Mm -hmm. And if she hears this podcast, I guess that's too bad. I don't care. But anyhow, I told her, I said, I'm, I'm informed of what's going on. I'm always informed. You don't have to worry about me not being informed about something. We'll you see. know, I'm very informed. I have a different opinion. I like just like you. I know you're fucking informed. We just have different opinions. 
sometimes, mm. but we always mm. drink beer. Yeah, <laughs> that was full circle. Yeah. So, hey, so when, when's the when's the when's the whirlwind coming by? The whiskey whirlwind. Yeah, so I I would have liked to have had it on Wednesday, but with the, with the shit, the shit with the terrorist attack, yeah, it was really bad. So yeah, um, January twentieth uh, during so the inauguration. 20th? The yeah. socially distant inauguration. Yes, I will yes. be present with my body. Yeah, and, and our gathering here will be socially distanced as well because we both feel that way. Right, we and we agree. are. That, we are that's also, our right to associate with people who agree. And we are also very mentally conscious, conscious. So we are going to be sharing one glass only. We're not going to wash it because we want to save water. And, yes. <laughs> and we're all going to share one mask. So. <laughs> so to conserve resources that's what we're gonna do yeah <laughs> yes. well i guess uh well it's always a pleasure fern you know i always yes, listen to you. we got we got you know we got shit coming up man we gotta have, we gotta try to put these out a little more often true yeah it's been crazy at work uh, i'll share i'll share some stories once we're done with the podcast but just cra- just crazy crazy situations yeah. at work yeah all right, brother. Well, you got anything else to say besides wash your hands and wear a fucking mask? Yeah, I read your um, mind there. Do you see that? Yes, and, and uh, socially distant. Stay socially distant. You know, as an introvert, I don't mind the social distancing. Yep, yep. as long as you're not emotionally I'm quite cool distant, with that and not shaking okay. hands. I'm not terribly fond of shaking hands. I'd rather headbutt somebody. <laughs> we'll just wear a helmet when you're there. Yeah, I don't need one. I got a fucking so hard head. I got a hard Irish head, man. Protect your head, my man. Care, <laughs> care, I, I care for everybody and their, and their yeah. head. Yes. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in to a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. We'll see you sooner than later. Peace. Indeed. Indeed.